Are we ready? Yes, we're ready. Sit, Toby. It is a recording. Sit, Toby. Oh, I just reminded myself of the Sit, bad Toby. accent Sit. from... Sit. Johnny English? Good boy. <laughs> I enjoyed that movie. I don't know why you think it's so bad. I love that movie. It's just really bad. <laughs> it's an excellent movie. Johnny English? I've never seen it. Oh. But I'm familiar with Rowan. So... So bad. I don't know how to say his last name. So be it. All right. No. Welcome. No. Old Books Podcast. We're not friends now. Hello. Welcome to the Old Books Podcast. We read old books and talk about them. That's right. Sometimes we call it the Tangent Podcast. We don't because I edit those out. Do you? Most of them. How dare you? Yeah. That's what the YouTube video is for. Hey. On YouTube, you get all the good tangents. That's right. It's like real sex. For book nerds? Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. That's not. Yeah. Um, Three Musketeers Part 2. <laughs> I may. Uh, Three Musketeers <laughs> Part 2. Uh, basically the middle of the book. The 20 right. chapters in the middle. Mm-hmm. You better what? stop. Pay what? attention. I'm paying attention. Okay. I'm here. It's a tangent podcast. We make stop tangents it. and talk about them. No. And... Um, DJ Almuerzo. What? What? What's that? <laughs> That's DJ Lunch. <laughs> sounds, sounds delicious. <laughs> well, he's DJ Cabeduro. No, I'm DJ Cabezon. <laughs> yeah. Stop it. No. Put him down. No. You're making the red light flash. Stop it. Your DJ red light. No. Are you waiting ah. for the translation? Isn't that DJ Ball? No. Ah. Bola Morsa. Ah. Walrus. Okay. <laughs> no. I'm not your friend anymore. What are you doing? This is called dead air. I was. Are you still we'll do it while making. We'll do it while making small talk. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Old Book Tangent Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Edit. De- Dennis, I'm going to throw you out a window. I know. But we're talking about a book. Yeah. Libro. That's right. Three Musketeers. The Three Musketeers by, by Alexandre Dumas. Alejandro Dumas. Yes. Um, this has been a really crazy yes, yes, couple of chapters. So I want to know what y'all think. Because this has been like in and out and back and forth. and I like all the blood. It makes me happy. I feel horrible. Hey, hey, you and the wires. You and the wires. Hey, watch it. <laughs> no, seriously, he's got a wire wrapped around his... Or her. She's got a wire wrapped around her leg. I, I feel horrible for three people. Yes. Who? Can you pronounce their names? <laughs> Grimald. Grimald. Musketong. Uh-huh. And I can never remember the third one. I can't even find his name on this list. Ah, Grimald? No, I just said Grimald. Oh. Musqueton. Those are the, the henchmen, right? Those yes. are their, their, hen, their luckies? There, there's, there's a third one. one wasn't one well, of those there's, in there's four the Potter book? Oh! Planchette. Planchette. Yeah. Plan- uh-huh. Something. Schmuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel bad for these yeah. guys. Because wow. they're... They're getting the short end of the stick all the time? Right, it's like... All right, we have to go to war. Mm-hmm. Planchette, grab your musket. If shit goes to 
you know, if shit hits the fan, uh-huh. I will run. You will defend me. Yes. Uh, come again? Which is a different, which would be different in that time because all the fans were manual. This is true. So it'd be like playing baseball with poop. <laughs> <laughs> but like, th- these guys is like, there's one, um, I don't know how you say corny in Spanish, but that's my new DJ, DJ name. <laughs> Athos. Athos is, uh, I oh, know. for a minute I thought you were saying Athos is how to say corny in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> That's not accurate. I forget which one belongs to Athos because they belong basically yeah, to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's not allowed to speak. That's crazy. Like he makes signs at him. Of course, it's crazy. That's we and, do. We and, do an audible podcast. And and the guy's supposed to know is like, oh, I have to get his dinner. That's right. That's so efficient, though. Why speak when you don't have to? That's right. It's like the it's Servant like the invalid from the other book. One blink means yes, two blinks for me no. Right. Blinking but, both eyes means get the fuck out of my face. Right. But speaking of the last couple of chapters, when a cer- certain young uh what do they call him? Gaspard runs basically into the house butt naked holding a sword. Uh-huh. His his servant's like murderer, mad cuz he he thinks what kind of crazy guy goes around with a sword right. other than a murderer and the guy instead of coming out like where is this murderer? He tells him, shut up. Yes. Why are you making a commotion? Yes. He's like, there's a naked guy with a sword. Shut up. Oh, naked guy with a sword. <laughs> it's friends. He likes Naked peace. men with swords are all the rage. I mean, you're probably not far from <laughs> Okay. What did we think about the whole situation? First of all, this back and forth with the women and the stone. And it's like, there's a lot going on. Isn't it a different And book? I'm not. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> there's always a stone. That yes. is. Well, again, Athos, mm-hmm. Mr. Quiet and Brooding. Mm-hmm. And correct me if I'm wrong, but he's the one who's always been very hush-hush about his affairs and his women and everything, right? Well, he's, he's the, the one that no one knows if he has one. Right, but he's the one that... Um, what's the character's name? I keep thinking of Dante. Um, D'Artagnan. D'Artagnan. It, that's the one that he saw that he spied from him down the block looking at his window and the the lady that he was in love with walked up to the window was no, no, that no. him no that that one was Aramis who's who's the, right, the, the right, religious right. guy right he's the like one that's why, why there a lady in the religious guy house the mm. one that's in and out of religion like they a, were getting biblical yeah <laughs> right no there's no one I think I'm gonna turn to religion oh look there's one what was I just saying <laughs> um but no like you, you, you like know nothing about, about Athos. He's just like, he's always quiet. Is he the one that was stepping on the handkerchief? No, that's st- still the I'm religious guy. At this. <laughs> the, the religious guy is the one that, that everything you're like, is he really religious? Because every, everything comes out of his mouth. You're like, hmm. There's more than like four or five characters. I'm lost. Yeah. Well, that's how you oh. know he's religious. Um, but, but Athos is the one where everyone, when they speak about him, he's like, he's always quiet and brooding. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Porthos is, oh, always wants to borrow the, the big shiny sword he has yeah. in his house. He's like, that sword looks Porthos amazing. Porthos is the one that's a bit thick. Yeah, the, the, yeah. the not-so-bright but really giant guy. Even when he finally goes into, when he has to re-find all of his friends, mm-hmm. the way he, he goes into that big description of Athos, yes. he's like, the guy is articulate but quiet. And yes. he's, he's not a giant man, but he's perfectly proportioned. It's like, uh, it, it points out... I'm sitting there like he's getting kind of creepy. Yeah, yeah. He almost sounds like he's in love with him. Yeah. And then by the end of it, he's like, he's like, when he speaks, his his voice is coarse, yes. but it still draws your attention. Ah. I'm like, uh, okay. But yes, uh, but then Athos 
sort of kind of reveals a little bit about himself mm-hmm. once they reunite and he's like super drunk, which all that was was a setup for what was going to happen with the, how does he always refer to her? The the lady. I don't see gender. It's, it's fine. But, I don't see gender. Well, the, the French clearly <laughs> do. In fact, a- Athos, Athos, the, the quiet guy, sees it so much where he's like, you mustn't trust a lady. There will be misfortune. And it's like, that's like the one time he gets really emotional when talking yeah. about women. Mm-hmm. And then when he's drunk, he, 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 he tells, remember, D'Artagnan about his friend, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a nobleman mm-hmm. who married a lady mm-hmm. who had a mark on her shoulder. No. Yes. I don't know what that mark means. I have to look it up. I probably should have done that before Scarlet this. Scarlet letter? No, well, it's, they uh, call it something different, else. Different century. A fleur de... Fleur de I think. Yeah, I yeah. think so. The, the, like, it's like a flower or something. Yeah, it's like the a, thing that has the three prongs that wrap around, I think. Yeah, yeah but, but clearly in this point in time, it meant something to have that on you. Ah. Right, he, because he says that she tried to get rid of it. She tried to get rid of it. She also hid it from his Everyone. friend. Ah. And I forgot what happened, but he tore her dress. Somehow her dress got well, tore and he saw it. Well, mm-hmm. that's when she tried to stab at him. No, no, no. That's Dr. Young. Oh. This is the guy telling the oh, story. Oh, got about it, got it, got it. His friend, she fainted, right? Was it? And when they went to check on her, yes. they saw it. Mm-hmm. And then he had her killed or something, or he tried to have her killed, is ah. how the story kind of went. Mm, bad tattoo. That, yeah, that's one hell of a bad uh, tattoo. French tramp stamp. The dogs are being so yes. bad today. Bad. It's not your dinner time yet. I'm trying to. Uh, I'll look up what the. the, the 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 flower thing means fleur de lis fleur de lis whatever so give me a moment but mm-hmm. a, an interesting point is when they have the duel with the English people mm-hmm. I like how when because Athos Porthos and Aramis are not their real names right and the English guy demands to know the real name mm-hmm. and each each of the musketeers goes and tells them mm-hmm. but Athos tells the guy he told him he's like now that you know my name I'm going to kill you. Yeah, he's like, it's it's the worst that you forced me to tell you because now I have to kill you. Well, yes. Right. And it's interesting because the way they described that fight, like I was suspecting mm-hmm. like, oh, he's he's probably going to be like, go wild on this guy. He's going to be some crazy shit. The way this guy described it, he's like, a perfect blow straight to his heart. One single stab. It's like, oh, you, you don't want to piss that guy off. Well, they were saying, I think it was relation to like their their needs right because he had to go back and finish writing his poem or whatever so he was acting with haste so he could finish and each one had like a different level of priority to get back to their <laughs> thing i love how in this in this story um <laughs> everybody's got better things to do than kill you yeah <laughs> right. it's like so, we'll make this fast i have dinner to go to <laughs> but like it's like i have to be killing someone else in like an hour so can yeah. we make this quick yeah <laughs> but like the description like i was like oh this is gonna be like a i expected like some kind of overdrawn super badass like you should have never just one quick mm-hmm. dude's dead he's like oh oh shit well you've seen a fencing sword right stabby stabby yeah. yeah it's it's not like a like a, a sword is right like, you know it's wide and it's heavy and you know like double sides and everything this thing is basically a needle yeah so stoop and the, oh, the, the and part earlier it's just not keeping it where, <laughs> yeah. where D'Artagnan fights and then he gets grazed and they're, they're like, oh, it's not bad. And then he looks, and it pierced his rib through to the bone. Mm-hmm. But they're like, oh, but the shirt stuck to it, so it didn't bleed that much, and he's fine. I'm like, fuck, man. If I got cut down to the bone, my rib cage, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be so, so shallow about it. Yeah. Like, I'm fucking <laughs> bleeding. Help. 
What are you looking up? Dennis, what did you think? Well, this one is fixed on his phone the whole episode. Well. Which that thing is recording you being on your phone. It's not like the movie at all. No, it's not. It's not like the movie at all. I don't even really know. I never saw the movie, but from what I understood of the book based on the movie, this is not at all. a different thing. Now, The Three Musketeers, isn't that the story about three people who... I feel like they took from the rich... No, or no, no. something like something very chivalrous like that. No, it's it okay. So the last one I saw, the, the movie I saw okay. was a Disney movie, and uh, for you Grey's Anatomy fans, Justin Chambers from that it was in mm-hmm. there, um, and it was based on a young man, mm-hmm. you know, D'Artagnan trying to join the Musketeers because right. he his father was a Musketeer and he was so anxious. And in that way, in those ways, it's very similar. Mm-hmm. But then it was like it just. I guess it was just a different version of it or a different storyline yeah. based on these characters. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But it was like, uh, like basically, basically it had nothing to do with um, ha- having to be somewhere else. Yeah. Like, you know, this, this Alice in Wonderland kind of They're three musketeers. They're all the time, like, yeah. I'm late, I'm late, I'm going <laughs> to kill someone else later. I have an appointment yeah. to see a lady and then immediately after that I have That's to right. go see a man so we'll make everything super That's fast. Also in, in the Disney movie, they, they don't treat women the way this book does. Oh, no. I mean, what do you mean? I mean, that whole situation with Porthos and his uh, countess, <laughs> that was crazy to me. Mm-hmm. He, he, she's like, uh, he needed what, like 300 livres, which is like, I don't even know how much. Because he, he needs to arm up to go to mm-hmm. war. Mm-hmm. And she didn't send him money the first time he was in trouble. That's right. So he tracks her down, not like at a home, nope. tracks her down in church. Yeah, of course. And in church, he starts flirting with other women. Yes. As, you, as, you, as one does. What the problem is. So she can see him flirting. And then when she finally basically comes up to him like, oh, you know, you, you've come to see me. He's like, oh, I didn't see you standing there. I was like, uh, yo, this dude. Such a <laughs> jerk. Dude. Such a jerk. But what I was looking up was what that brand that she has on her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's you, you get branded with that mm-hmm. when you commit a crime mm-hmm. that requires execution. Oh, Requires? Yes. If you had that brand, you should have been executed. But she's still alive. Correct. Ooh. And Which means Edmond Dantes saved her. <laughs> now, 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 here's the thing, though. It's a certain kind of crime that gets that, uh, that nice little brown. No, a crime against the church. Ooh. Oh. She stole from the, from the collection plate. Oh. <laughs> well, I remember um, Athos states, he's like, they stole a relic. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing it's some kind of religious relic. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even be surprised if it's this like tarnished stone that they keep wandering around between hands. Because he oh, said it was his mom's. Right. But we don't know if that's true. Hmm. He has been very... It was the Shroud of Turin. <laughs> the Moonstone? Oh, yeah. Well, that, I mean, that would, that would explain all the people dying. Yes. Spirit of, de- Spirit of Destiny? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. That's, that's not good. Oh. That fight scene, though, mm-hmm. with with her trying to kill him, mm-hmm. he, I didn't realize he was. Titties out. I didn't realize he <laughs> was <laughs> about to fight. <laughs> well, it didn't occur to me. Because it was just after their bedtime, yeah. right? But it didn't occur to me that he was butt naked until he had escaped the room. Because he's oh, because like, he left the clothes. Well, they they start talking like he's talking to her, and I'm like, mm-hmm. all right. In my mind, because again, the movie. Mm-hmm. They, there are bedroom situations, yes. but somehow they always manage to have their pants on before yes. she hits the fan. Yes. But in the book, clearly, he did not. Ah. 
So he's just sitting there and he runs out of the room. He, he escapes the room. Uh huh. He quits to, the room. He quits, he quits the room. The room. <laughs> <laughs> to the room of her servant. But just narrowly. Yes. Barely. To the room of her servant who is also in love with him because, you know, ladies. Uh huh. That, that's, that's what they told us in, in this time. Yeah. If you were a musketeer and you just winked, the ladies loved you. It was oh. just, just automatic. <laughs> <laughs> so he escapes. And now I'm assuming he spent the entire night with this other lady. Yes. With, uh, with the woman who loves him in, in the, the serving chamber. That can hear everything. Yep. Right. And he's going to turn around and go into a room like, yo, you need to help me escape. M- motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and she does. Of course she does. She She's loves him. And she loves him. Damn. <laughs> Monsieur, your pants. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you know, I can't leave like this. I need shoes. <laughs> supposed to keep your socks on. Yeah, right? Well, no. Business socks. Let's come off. <laughs> I mean, the way they described it, all she gave him was like a flowery robe and some sandals. Mm-hmm. So he looked like that crazy person. <laughs> But also with a full fucking sword. Just I feel like I saw that guy doing laundry the other day, too. <laughs> like, are you wearing a robe in the middle of the day? Yeah, because I'm just dirty. I mean, it is what it is, but, you know, it was it, was, it caught my eye. The, the answer is yes, he's wearing a robe. <laughs> what did you guys think of uh, Aramis? And when they tried to have him have this theological discussion with a Jesuit and a, what was the other guy? Basically, both in some level of the church. Started ah. with a C. It was like a, uh, basically like a clergyman. Basically, right. right? B- both of them were like in the church, but mm-hmm. not really high level. Gotcha. And they were trying to convince him to come back. Mm-hmm. But for him to come back, he had to write a thesis. Mm-hmm. But he was purposely, you at least know, the way I took it. That's the thing. He was trying to write the most fucked up thesis you can to get to the church. So the funny thing is, when I heard what the contents of his thesis was, I thought about you immediately. And I felt like that's something you would agree with, right? Because the, the, the premise of the thesis is that you shouldn't only sacrifice the things you don't want or, or make sacrifices when you're in need. You should sacrifice mm-hmm. the things you love and the things that you, um, that you cherish because that's balance mm-hmm. in the thing, right? Balance right. in the force. Also and so when he was talking if you, about if it... You didn't, if you didn't sacrifice the things you loved and, and most you know, cherished... Mm-hmm. You'd be taking out the trash. What? Yeah, like when you sacrifice something you don't want, uh-huh. that's trash. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But what did you think? Because that, that's what I, when I was listening to it, I thought of you because I, I was curious to know. So, so he's basically going back and forth with these guys. He's like, listen, you know, you guys go and collect chump change and blah 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 blah. But you know, free will. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I think what he was trying to get to is like. Where, you know, the the poor will give whatever they can. Right. But the rich is just like, give the molding bread to the poor people and tell the church I did it because I'm a good Christian. Mm -hmm. That's right. And that's the point he was trying to get. Mm -hmm. And, of course, they were like, oh, you can't say those things because then, you know, that goes against, you know, doctrine. It it, it doesn't. But in those days, like, you don't want to say anything that would put them in a bad light. Right. That's right. And so they're they're trying to argue so hard, and of course they're going back and forth between French and Latin, mm-hmm. <laughs> and D'Artagnan, who's you know he's, he's right. a young man with he's no no Latin skills. Or he rode no in Latin a yellow horse. Thing. I mean, what does he know about he, Latin? He's sitting there like, 
generally trying not to look pissed off mm-hmm. and confused, but it's working less and less. He's just like, because he, he just wants to leave the room. Mm-hmm. But of course, Aramis, who, again, all, all of these guys, they all dicks. He knows he wants to leave the room, mm-hmm. but he's like, no, 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 no. What let's, do you think about Let's this? get your opinion. What do you think? <laughs> Here. Okay. Everybody, let's stop speaking Latin. Let's just speak French, but let's ask all the same questions. Again, <laughs> it's just like, oh my god, oh, that man. that was a part of the book where I had to put my headphones down and take a break because it was just getting too much. And then the other part of the book that got to be too much for me was when um, I keep wanting to say Dante's when D'Artagnan was professing his love to which one the girl, <laughs> right? And also Wait, to the woman, which one? What do you mean? Because he, he professes his love to... That's what I'm saying. Like, there's just so much profession of love. And I'm like, I just can't fucking take this anymore. Because A, he, he he's fallen in love with another man's wife. Right. B, he's fallen in love... Very easy to do. Huh? Very easy to do. He's fallen in love with an English woman who he now suspects is a French woman in disguise uh-huh. who's working for the cardinal who he suspects is trying to kill him. So that alone is like... What? Which is where I agree with... Athos, he's mm-hmm. like, what kind of dumb fuck are you? Right. Like, he, he keeps telling him, like, stop messing around oh, with these ladies. Yeah, and then and the of course, scene... the lady ahead. turns out to be the very lady that Athos was telling his story about. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, so I'm sitting there and I'm listening to the story, and he has his nightstand with her, and then he's going to tell her that it was him all along and not the guy that she really thought she was talking to. And I'm sitting there and I'm listening to him, and I'm like, okay, so he's going to follow Athos's advice, he's going to come clean... And then the narrator's like, much to his surprise, she got mad. And I'm like, what the fuck you mean? That's Did right. you really, really, truly fool yourself into thinking that you actually had her love? Yes. And that she would just pardon you for pretending? No, That's right. man. Yes. No. Early, early catfishing. The other love he speaks of is the reason he did that. His self-love. Yeah. Right. Well, the, Re- yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember he mentions that all the time. He's like, oh, I don't know what to do. But my self-love tells me that she has to love me because I'm me, man. Yeah, right. So I'm going to tell her. That, that wasn't Athos' uh, advice. He didn't tell her to tell her. He says, stop going to her house, mm-hmm. forget her number, forget her address, and stay away. That's well, right. at one stop point, Dan, Dan, D'Artagnan says uh-huh. he's going to tell her the truth. You're thinking of a different uh, Alexander Dumont book <laughs> and character. Because they're both named so similarly. It's, oh, it's like he tries to prove every step of the way... How awesome he is. How awesome he is. Mm -hmm. To himself. To himself. That's right. And he's winning. Because he's proving himself right. Because when he fell in love with the first lady. It's the easiest case he's ever made. He he literally talked himself out of helping the man he promised to help. Hell, he talked himself out of even worrying about where he was. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, well, this guy's a bit of a douche. And then, of course, the the, the husband turned out to be, you know, a a, a big douche. I was like, oh, okay, so it's okay. That's right. And I feel that's like Alexander Dumas trying to be like, how do I make him look not so douchey? That's right. I'll make the other guy worse. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Probably. But then, you know. It, yeah, right, horrible. But I was. <laughs> right, right when we're like, okay, we'll, we'll accept him because, mm-hmm. you know, the, the husband turned out to be a douche. Now he's like, oh, this, this lady with her piercing blue eyes, even though I know she's working for the guy who's trying to kill me. Mm-hmm. I love her. Yes. And because I'm me. She will love me. Mm-hmm. And then the lady's uh, um, housemaid mm-hmm. pulls him aside and be like, yo, homie. She, she don't, don't love you. She don't love you. 
And and he, he goes ahead and opens the letter. And he opens the letter, mm-hmm. and his mind immediately goes to, well, if I can make her love me, That's right. then I could have... I'm like, this mother... Dude! He's, right. um... He's a thought. Is he? Yeah, he's a what? thought. He'd just be what thoughting his... 16th century? Yeah. <laughs> 16th century thought? Thought. <laughs> That's right. He's just out here thoughting around, just collecting all the ladies. And and then we have... Could the a musketeer be a hoe? Yes. <laughs> I thought that was the, the prestige. Between the barking and the the, the uh, glass percussion outside, our, our uh, production manager and hostess is having a wonderful time. <laughs> As she Anthony Fauci's her face. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. When when Trump is speaking, he covers his face. Because oh, it's like, does he really? Oh, yeah. He, 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 there's like this one time he's just like, oh my god, <laughs> I actually work for the city. <laughs> yeah. Um. Where were we? <laughs> we were talking about Three Musketeers by Alexander Dumas and his uh, his thought his thought writing his thoughtiness. Yes. Well, I think that it's very, very much uh, life imitating art. That if you have wooed one woman, mm-hmm. you feel like all women could be wooed, mm-hmm. can be wooed. I wouldn't. I don't know that that's necessarily true because before he wooed anybody, his mm-hmm. first, his first like um, target was the the guy. <laughs> his first, his first um, target was the guy's wife. Yes, and he didn't. There was no like, let me see. There was mm-hmm. like. I will make her love me. I, yes. There's no other way, right? Yes. So, I think it's just sheer cockiness. <clears throat> well, no, I'm not saying it's true. Okay, 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 I'm just okay, saying okay. that... And see what the, I did there? The, <laughs> the, the, thought, the thought is that if I can get one, I can get them all. I don't think that's how he thinks, though. I, I think he I just think, thinks he can get them all. I, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking from a, you know, uh, from a male point of view. Wait, he's Ash Ketchum and women are Pokemon? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, actually, yeah. Yes. She's a squirtle. No She's pun intended. Squir- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that part was very intended. Who and me? you're I fired. Never. I would never. You're fired. <laughs> Stop looking so fucking pleased with yourself. I am. I'm quite pleased. <laughs> uh, so you were saying? Um, I'm just saying. I I, I know as a guy that uh. If, if you have if you have uh, some you know very little success, mm-hmm. like scientifically, it makes no sense that you know like because you got one woman mm-hmm. to pay attention to you that they will all fall in love with mm-hmm. you. But you know like that doesn't doesn't mean it doesn't. A lot of guys right. don't think that it's like right. no, I got this chick and she was hard to get, mm-hmm. but she did it. She yeah. fell in love with me, so I must have something. Yeah, and so there's you know guys think like that. I, you know I know some girls who think like that too. So wrong. I don't know how to interpret that. But what do you think of the book yeah, overall? But overall, you know, back from the tangent. Um, <laughs> Who's going to get it? Though? Yeah, yeah, I was, <laughs> I was going for it. But um, in general, I think uh, if you're a young man in, in, you know, in you know, whatever century this is, France, you would probably think, well, uh, you know, there's not much to go on. And we only lived like 35. So um, you, if, you know, I'm pretty much top of your list. You know, mm-hmm. If I'm not top, I'm top five. You right. know what I mean? <laughs> it's like... Um, and you're a woman <laughs> in a feudal time. So you not? better pick something fast. <laughs> Speaking of like, and I got a, I got a city job, so you need to hurry up. <laughs> well, that's the thing. His city job is not important to her. No, because she got to take care of him. Yep. That's... And there's going to be a lot of stab wounds. 
like that that's one of those concepts where I'm like I mean I'm like wait a minute. He hitting on another man's wife. Yep. And then she's gotta buy him shoes? That's right. And nice, a horse. Nice shoes. And, and a saddle. Horse. Yes. That the that. whole the bedding scene. <clears throat> what okay. The bedding scene. The bedding scene. Yes. The, that that was just one of those cautionary tales mm-hmm. of why you don't make friends with gamblers. What do you mean? Gamblers are exciting people, that's the moment. They only We're, want the best for you. So so he goes to sleep. Mm-hmm. Then he wakes up early. But it's not like the house always wins. So, so he wakes up early and he's like, All right, we, we about to leave. We got to mount our horses. Ah, I don't have a horse anymore. Come well, again. How about that? <clears throat> Come again. So, so what happened was, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was feeling good. And this, you, these English, English guys. This English guy, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I bet you my horse against your horse that I'll roll a better than you. And he's like, Can you believe it? He rolled a nine, I rolled an eight, horse is gone. And then, and then it keeps uh, escalating. Right. Then he starts betting other people's shit. Because this is one thing if you bet your own shit. Question. How do people get around in France at this time? Horses. Horses. So didn't he just give away his ride? Yes. Right. Oh, okay, I just wanted to make sure. Yes. Well, well, well that, he that, was confident that he would be able to win. Okay. Right. So, a lot so, of confidence in France. There's a lot, yeah. So then he bets his boy's ring. Mm-hmm. And he loses. At least he doesn't have to you know, use that to get home. <laughs> but what's worse... So he's bet his horse. Now he's bet his friend's property. Then he bets his fucking slave. You know, his his, his man slave mm-hmm. servant. Yeah. And it's like, damn. Probably wasn't that good anyway. Which one was that one? Grimald. He wasn't worth the money he was paying him. So so the guy's like, alright, I'll play for your slave. Mm-hmm. And he loses his slave. So then he bets his friends. <laughs> it's like, yo, dude. I mean, at this point, you're you're playing the law of averages, right? Like you've lost X amount in a row. At some How point, you're gonna have to come it back. Lose? Yeah. So, so eventually, he does win back both slaves, the, the ring, ring, and the saddles, but not the horse. And that became a thing, mm-hmm. which they I don't think they've explained it yet, have no. they? Cause Maybe because the, the saddles are like custom made, or there's some craftsmanship well, there. No, but remember the other two. That D'Artagnan left on the road uh-huh. also lost their horses. Yeah. In some crazy mm-hmm. story. There must be a lot of stray horses in France. Well, each of them lost it in, in a way where it's clearly they were trying to get rid of the horse. Ah. Where um, Porthos, who doesn't like to gamble, doesn't like to give up things because, mm-hmm. you know, he's trying to get this countess to give him stuff. Mm hmm. He sold the horse for what it less than what it was worth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I forgot how Aramis lost the horse. The religious guy. But each of them got got rid remember when they get to the last one, all three of them? Yeah. And he's like, Yeah, my horse is gone. And they all just start laughing. <laughs> and I was like, wait, why? Why they seem to purposely have gotten rid of these horses. Yes. Which everyone comments are like the most amazing horses ever. Ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they wind up with the same horse that Tatania sold at the beginning right, the of, the short, of the book. <laughs> the yellow horse with the unusual hide. The pea horse. The yeah. pea horse, yes. Yeah. I hope they explain that. Because to me, I'm like, wait, I don't get it. Well, the crazy clearly thing... they, they, in my opinion, they purposely got rid of them. Yeah, I don't know. But the thing <gasps> that caught me was earlier in the book, when, we got, when they were on their way to London to meet... Um, who we find out is the 
Oh, what's his name? Starts with a B. The Count? N- no. Um, the, le- the, the person to whom the letter was addressed? Yeah, the Count. The British guy. Yeah. The mm. Buckingham. Nah. Buckingham, yeah. And all of a sudden, all three of his companions are gone. And they didn't mention anything as to what happened, where they went, when, when they got, like, how they injured, did they stay behind, did they wake up late, what's going on? And then we find out these crazy tales from each and every one of them. It's so he locked, weird. He locked himself in the cellar. Um, Aramis, no. Because the religious guy was with the religious people. Right. <clears throat> so was it Porthos or Athos? Which One of them locked themselves in, a, in the cellar and was just eating the guy out of house and home. <laughs> That sounds like, I mean, that sounds like a Porthos thing, but. Because that shit was, like, reading it, because remember he kept getting mad at the guy. He's like, where is my friend? I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. <laughs> he's like, he's locked himself downstairs. You've left him locked in there. He's like, I didn't lock him in there. He's still down there mm-hmm. with all my food and wine. <laughs> <laughs> just here it is. He's like, just drinking everything that's amazing. He's like, this yeah. wine is so fresh. Mm-hmm. Why not drink it? And he happened to fall on the bad wine. Oh. <laughs> Broke all the bottles. It's like, yo, <laughs> these guys are fucked up. <laughs> it was Athos. Because he's the the nope. better swordsman of the, th- of mm. the three. Oh, no. Because that was part of uh, Aramis's story. That he was trained by Athos to sword fight. So all he right. could kill the guy who insulted him yes. for reading church stories to the ladies. Oh, my goodness. To the ladies. That's right. It's always... To do with the ladies, right? Ladies like there's stories a lot. Of so there's a death. lot of ladyisms here. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to do about food. Yes. Yes. Right. So either they're starving or they're in a, in abundance of food. But there's always something going on about food. That's right. Horses, they're always either getting them or losing, losing them. them. Yep. And that's like the three big themes so far, and stabbing people. Uh, stabbing is more of like an undercurrent. Yeah, it's an undercurrent. Like they, they just like. What did you say to me? White glove on the floor. That's right. And then, stab, and then stab, there's munch, stab, munch, stab. Flirt, flirt. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then on to the next thing, where there will be food and ladies. <laughs> Possible stabbage. That's right. Dennis, anything else? More stabbies. More stabbies. I like the stabbies. I like the stabbies. What Quarantine do we feel about the cardinal at this point? I don't like the colors he wears. Bright red. Too red. <laughs> <clears throat> Clearly Too matchy matchy to me. Um, I don't know. I mean, he's kind of a showmanship, and he's not... I don't know. He's not Jewish? I feel like there's something up his sleeve. He's got some things on the back end. They're wonderful and long and, you know, know, very Yeah, there's plenty of space to hide shit in there. The reason I ask is, like, because when when we're first starting to get, you know, to know little bits about him, they make him sound like the most obvious evildoer ever. Mm-hmm. Well, he's in the church, of course. But then the way he goes about things, you're like, oh, this motherfucker's good. Yes. Like, like he found out about the, the earrings, mm-hmm. so he tried to make sure the guy, th- the king threw a that party thing, where he could and get demanded the, the, the earrings stones. back. Yep. And then, of course, she gets, well, the, the Duke of Buckingham makes new stones Yes. because they get stolen from him. Possibly by this English lady. Yes. Um, was that who had the extra two stones? Mm-hmm. She's the one who stole them. And she's them. the one that um, that was with the guy at the... In the beginning, yeah. Yeah. So, so, so the Duke, you know... So we get to the situation, and I found it very interesting how he handled it. How so? 
because you, you're at the ball and the king is ready to throw a hissy fit. Mm-hmm. But she's like, what you mean? Look, I have all of my diamonds. And she said, and in my mind, anytime. And then there's that back and forth with Dante. With D'Artagnan. D'Artagnan. But the cardinal, he was just like, you can see he's disappointed. He's like, damn. She got him back, but he's like, I'm sorry. Your majesty, I just gave you those because I didn't want to be too upfront in giving your wife a gift. But now you can give them to her, and everyone will look the better for it. And I'm like, I, I like my villains who can play off even out of defeat. He's like, oh, yeah. And then he like, turns around, like staring at that tail, like, I'm coming for you, bitch. I know you, I know you did this. <laughs> and then in the last chapter. Of course he, he did. The Cardinal's wrestling fan. He, he makes that, 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 that very interesting offer. Mm-hmm. He wait. Did you read past forty? You did, didn't you? I, probably. Jacques. <laughs> I stopped at forty, which is right when the cardinal looks up. Oh, because oh. we found thing, you out. You cheat. The thing said you chapter cheat. forty. That's right. You cheat. He makes him an offer. He can't refuse. Oh, cheater! You'll wait and find out. I will, and I hopefully not fall asleep on this one. <laughs> you, better you better not. not. We have to we have to fan cast in the next episode and we can't do that if you don't know the characters. I will know the characters. I will also know, I will also know their names them. and be able to say them correctly. <sighs> Shade. Shut Shade has just come over. It was a lot of reading, but it was a lot of nothing. Like there well, was a <clears> lot of dialogue. Can, can I remind you that a we're lot cheating? of travel. We're cheating. That's fine. But uh, the travel was important. Was it? Well, he had to get to London. Not if, yeah. not if you're, you know, betting your horses. Apparently, well, if, you know, like, it's well, like that, me betting my car, and it's like, eh, I get home. Yeah, well, that's, I figured out. That's after London. Like having to walk from here to Brooklyn. No, can't do it. Not, well, I can, but I'm not going to. No. And like, because and, Queens is in the middle, and it's horrible. Yeah, that's true. And the way they treat people who happen to be in their way, but mm-hmm. not at fault. That's right. For instance, he's like, I have to cross the river. And then there's this other guy like, oh, no, I have to cross the river. Well, I came He's, here second, but I must leave first. And the guy's like, no, 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 no. See, I, I have to go yes. because, oh, wait, you're stabbing me. What's happening? <laughs> That's right. Be like, I will oh, not look at your horse poop as I cross the river. <laughs> well, I have to go. Goodbye. Yes. And, you know, he's because, you know, the queen sent him. And, well, not even the queen sent him because the lady that he has decided is going to be his. Mm-hmm. Wait, let me rephrase that again. The first lady he decided to. Uh, did we ever find out what happened? Because I don't remember hearing. All I know is that she was all of a sudden she's she's in the car passing him on the road, and he's supposed to act like he doesn't see her. She got kidnapped. That's right. I don't but know. that's the, it. That's the last we hear of her, right? Yeah, on the same night he was supposed to go meet her. Mm-hmm. She gets kidnapped, and he shows up. Oh, that whole thing, right? And then he talks to the guy who saw the break in, right? And who's scared of his life. Mm-hmm. He's like, because you know, a lot of guys with sharp knives. That's right. Yeah. Came to his house and asked him for a ladder. And it's like, fuck. Why do we think she got kidnapped? What do you mean? Because the, the, the her husband's a, a douche. You think that's why? Or you think it has to do with her, her well, uh, connection to... Re- remember, the old guy describes all the people there. Right. And one of the descriptions basically sound like her husband. Mm-hmm. Like, one of the kidnappers was literally her husband. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, a little short, squeezily looking guy. He's like, <gasps> the bastard. Yeah. And then when he... Remember, he gets back in the morning... And the guy comments to him. He's like, oh, you stayed out all night. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, the mud on your shoes. And that's when he looks down. He's like, 
Hey, you have the same mud on your shoes. Dun dun dun. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, oh, oh no, I I I had to visit my cousin. I like. And it lives in the muddy part of town. Yeah. Thank like God Sherlock <laughs> isn't here. <laughs> I'd like to remind all our listeners we're reading a book, so there are no uh, sound effects. But you know, Esteban has a vivid imagination. Oh yes, I do. <laughs> what? Wait, what? He's making sound effects. Yes. Yes. As if they were written in the book. <laughs> they, they are. <laughs> this book comes with automatopoeia built in. <laughs> Ladders always have accents. automatopoeia. Sounds equals <laughs> accents. But yeah, so she gets kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then he goes to uh, Treville. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what do I do? And he's like, uh, you remember when you left here with your three homies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are they? Uh, I don't know. Uh, what? Yeah, yeah, you're going to go find them, mm-hmm. and you're going to stop talking to me about this lady. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and that's why he has to go on the journey to go right. find the three of them. Rose before hoes, yo. That's right. He definitely didn't follow that rule. <laughs> nope. So he, 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 he eventually sets off in his journey to find all his bros. One who had a hurt knee. Oh. No one believes him. Nobody. Uh, one who was... Thinking about going back to the church. Mm-hmm. That's right. Until he receives a letter about a lady. Mm-hmm. Oh, that that was hilarious. Again, hilarious, but I feel bad for the manservant. Mm-hmm. Why? Remember, he's uh, he's telling him, like, oh, I have to go oh, to the church. The food? Because, you know, the world will always be dark and dreary. I am no longer part of it. You, when I join the church, will no longer be my friend. You will be an acquaintance, a person I know of. Because he goes through this whole thing, and the guy's like, oh, damn, you're not a part of the world? I guess you don't need this letter that I got for, for you, for some lady, because this is, this is part of the world. And he's like, give me the letter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, no, I was thinking because he goes and orders all this bland, boring food, well, and then when he comes back, he still fucking throws that shit out the, on the floor. Because it's, it's Friday, and, and it sounds like it's in the Easter season. So he's, yeah. like, he's like, I cannot have meat, so it's spinach. Or fish. So it's spinach with. No, you can have fish, I think. Well, they're not supposed to. Oh. Remember, he said he was gonna have fish, but it wasn't. It even that was a blasphemy. Oh. Right. He's like, I'll, I'll let them throw eggs on yours. And then once he reads the letter and he f- finds out that his lady didn't abandon him. So do we think the lady's the same one with the thing on her shoulder? No, 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 no. He's the no. one who had the lady who was giving messages. Got it. And I can't keep up. There's too many, too many ladies and secret spots. And well, the queen al- always mentions this one lady, who's her friend, mm-hmm. but the king keeps her away from her. Oh. Right. So I assume that's who the lady is, because she was forced to leave France the same day. Mm-hmm. But she wouldn't be able to tell anybody if the king forced her to leave. Yeah. Which is why Iris is like, oh, she left me, and it's like, no, no, they were trying to kill her, you jackass. <clears throat> so. So he he gets the letter. He's all of a sudden he's happy and his poor again poor manservant comes in with the, all the lettuce and the spinach. Get that shit out of my face! And remember, his manservant, that's right, is super happy to be in service of a churchman. Mm-hmm. Like he tried to stop that D'Artagnan for interrupting him having. So he's coming like, yeah, I'm gonna be serving to like a future cardinal. He's got all these pipe dreams in his head. He walks in. The fuck is this shit? Go get me lamb and pork and he's like, and wine, the finest one you can. And he's like, again, this poor guy trying to do his job. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be. I wouldn't want to be that guy though, because I mean, 
he changes his mind every other day. Right. It's like, oh, the world is terrible. I'm just going to go religion. Right. And then, oh, wait, everything's great again. I'm going to eat that beef. That's right. Damn. It's too much. It's too much. Um, there was one other thing that occurred to me while you were talking, and I can't remember what it was. Only one thing? Only one thing. What was we're it about? We talking about the ladies. Mm-hmm. Okay, the ladies. And we were talking about the messages. Mm-hmm. And all the secret notes. The, the the ladies that carry messages. And what is her name? <coughs> the Mercer's wife. Mrs. Mercer. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Not Dante's. What's his name? D'Artagnan. D'Artagnan. Uh, D'Artagnan. The mm-hmm. the first lady he fell in love with managed to get out a letter to her. And that he saw her, and someone else saw someone else in the van. Mm-hmm. Um, and that he was supposed to act like he didn't <clears throat> see her, but then proceeded to completely act like he saw her, and then followed the car. Well, first of all, I don't think she wrote that letter. No, you don't? Because mm-hmm. she's nope. special? Because, so then why was she able to get the window down? Oh, no, 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 no. <clears throat> what I think happened, because, again, the guy mentioned there was someone else in the cart. Right. And that someone else sounds like that guy who keeps pissing off the D'Artagnan. Mm-hmm. That everyone keeps yeah, going, yeah, yeah. please don't fight with him because yeah, he's going to fuck you up. the scar on his face. I think they had her write the letter oh. to make sure he saw that they had her. Ah, Jacques. Because remember the other thing they said about it. The letter wasn't signed. Right. He just recognized the handwriting. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you... And again, it says, you know, don't do not do anything mm-hmm. because it, it's hard to, you know, keep a hostage if people come after the hostage. So they're like, see, we have a hostage. Go. Yeah. But then again, you wouldn't want a hostage. Nobody would come after. True. So they had, they had to show they had her because up to this point, we know she's been kidnapped. Mm-hmm. We're, we don't know exactly who. Did right. It. We're vaguely sure her husband has something to do with it. Right. So it might have who? something to do with the cardinal then because. Right. Ties. We don't know who. We don't know why, and we don't know where. But don't now, know. but so now we know she is alive. We need Neem 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 on this case. Neem Neem Neem. Yeah. <laughs> but now we know she's alive, and she is again in Paris. Too for bad now. for him because he has to go to war. Uh, <laughs> war? Yeah, that they're they're talking. Um, is that, that what the cardinal thing is? The, the chapter that you read that I didn't? <laughs> no, that's the reason they're all buying things. Oh. Oh, and is about that what that leave. is? Yeah. Right, oh, see, I didn't get that. Yeah. I don't remember that part. I, all, all I just they kept keep hearing... Call, babe, they keep calling it the siege. I don't know what the fuck that means. That means they're going to attack... You know what a siege is. They're going to attack a well-reinforced So all I remember building. is that I started paying attention again when they kept talking about how every character needed to get their instruments. Right. And I'm like, what fucking instruments? Why is everyone Have getting Have you never seen Les Mis? No. Oh, how dare you. So yeah, they, they all... We can read that book, though. No, we can't. Why not? No more French books. We're going to read it eventually. No more. They all needed new shirts, new hats, a new horse, Hmm. a new saddle, because they... And this whole time I'm listening to them, and I'm thinking like, oh, they just want to be well prepared. And I realized, no. They're being fancy. They want to look good Mm -hmm. when going into battle. Yeah. It's like, you, enemy, aren't I fantastic? Okay. Oh, God. That's right. Like, uh, but D'Artagnan still isn't an official musketeer. No. He's no. still part of the Royal Guard. Correct. Which he's is an, why... He's an intern. Which is why he, he, 
he keeps mentioning he's not as worried about getting stuff as they are. Because, you know, musky T's got, got to look like a musky. That's mm-hmm. right. He, he just got to basically hold a gun. Mm-hmm. Pew! Or a, a, a musket. Yes. Um, but, like, how they each handle once they have their stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, uh, Porthos basically tortured this poor woman into buying him stuff. And when she buys him stuff, he says shit back. Because remember, <clears throat> she sent him a horse. But oh, not- that's right. And then he gets mad because it's not good enough. Right. And so she gets sad. And she's like, I don't know anything. And he's like, well, why didn't you just let me get it? He lifted, he left a gift horse in the mouth? Yes. yes. Oh, yes, he did. How dare you? So he's like, that's why you should just give me the money. That's right. Um, Aramis. How does Aramis get money? I don't each of them get money in a different way. Yeah, I don't remember. Did he steal it from the church? (laughs) No. His lady sent him gold pieces. Ah. Remember, they all start, they're like, they're like. The double-sided? Right. They're like, is that gold? And he says it's from his publisher for his poem. (laughs) And they're like, what kind of poem did you write? (laughs) Got a lot of faith in him. This is true. Um, I think that we're gonna wrap it up for this episode. I think so. Do you guys have anything else? No, I think that covers it. Come back. We will have finished the book. Yes. We'll be fan casting, and and then we will watch the movie and compare. Yes. Eventually, yes. we still mean to no, watch the movie time. for Count of Monte Cristo too. We should do that too. Yes. I actually like the Count of Monte Cristo's movie. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah. Okay. We'll watch it eventually. Yeah. Um, but we're gonna close up shop. Enjoy the rest of our quarantine life. Mm-hmm. Before and the dogs lose their shit again. Yes. That's right. It's going to happen. Um, thank you for listening. We hope that thank you're you enjoying this podcast. We appreciate you. Um, you can pause this and send this episode to someone who likes The Three Musketeers or classic literature. Share yeah. share our podcast with your friends. Somebody um, who's bored and just needs something to do. Mm-hmm. Someone who's wanted to read it and didn't. Hopefully yes. they can get a taste of it through this Somebody podcast. Somebody who wants to pretend as if they read the book. Yes. Someone who wants to hear me badly pronounce French words and names. That's right. Yes, while creepily staring at the YouTube video camera. Yes, if you Stop like that. corny humor, <laughs> feel free to tune in to me. Um, yeah. We're on Instagram and Twitter mostly. Yes. Uh, old Books Podcast. There's some Facebook stuff. No, I No, don't. you stopped? No, I don't. I never uh, did. Oh, okay. the, the Facebook exists, and when we share things on Instagram, we share it to Facebook as well, but that's about the extent. No, okay, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, if you're like 50 and you still use Facebook, feel free to use that and sure. have your children repost it somewhere else. What ifs? I don't know. <laughs> We're out of here. Later. Bye. Adios.